Hey guys, welcome back to episode 13 of Too Much To Say. Um, hey Maria. Hey Michelle, we're back with another episode. And we've got a special guest on today. Um, we've got Emily. Emily, say hi. Hello. Okay, so today is episode 13. We're going to be talking about the movie 13. And we've also got a special request from our dear friend Daniel to discuss... I can't remember. The, I can't remember verbatim. But he he said. Oh, I think I have a screenshot. Actually, something along the. Sc- no, no. I'm gonna find the message. I'm gonna. <laughs> I need to now. Okay. Oh wow! All these photos. Oh no. He said, "May I suggest the lack of purpose for today's youth and how not having a direction to go in may affect us." Yep. So we're gonna link that in with thirteen. Um, I was just like in bed, zooted, and I was like, you know what. I don't know what the fuck episode 13 is going to be, but I, Anika wanted to talk, to hear about a like discussion on the movie 13. So I was like, you know what? That's perfect. So here we are. Should we start with that then? Yeah, we are. We're going to start with that. Exactly. All right. So the movie 13, um, directed by Catherine, I don't know if it's Hardwicky or Hardwick, but mm. it was released in 2003. Um, Nikki Reed plays one of the main characters and she was in Twilight, so... Oh, oh yeah, that's where too. I first yeah. saw her. Yeah, yeah bro. Um, I think she was way younger though. This was this her debut role. She, uh, this Not is she was sure. thirteen here. Obviously. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she she wrote it was based on her. Oh yeah, was she was on one of the co-writers. Hey, it was yeah. briefly based. That's on also so the that's character of Tracy is her in yeah. real life. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's very that's really interesting. Briefly based. I really I really like how that ties in with like the writing and how it's really authentic. Because that's a thing about this movie. Yes, it was romanticized a lot, especially by Gen Z, but it's honestly so fucking authentic in the sense of the experiences because that was pretty similar to like what me and like you guys have experienced yeah. as like young teenagers. And old teenagers. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um so yeah, just I'm gonna be I'm on IMDB right now. I'm just gonna read out a summary because it's pretty I'm pretty unprepared. Um but yeah, I'm just gonna do a little plot. Summary. Um, so Tracy, what's her what's her surname? Freeland. Uh, Tracy Freeland. Yeah. Yeah. So Tracy Freeland. Um, it's a part a part of the story is it is part of it is centered around her relationship with her mother. Um, and I can make a lot of interpersonal and intertextual connections with like Ladybird and stuff. Oh. Anyways, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna read this out. Um, Tracy Freeland is a 13-year-old girl who just wants to fit in. To do so, she must make friends with the most popular girl in the 7th grade, Evie Zamora. It's not as easy as it sounds when Evie peer pressures Tracy into doing things such as stealing, drugs, piercings, and sex. Far from the Tracy everybody seems to know. But as Evie and Tracy's friendship gets closer, Tracy's old self drifts farther and farther away. Farther? Further? Yeah. Further and further away from her family and na- neighborhood friends, when, where it's up to her mother to finally step in. Um, oh, that was by Sean Gilson. I don't know who the fuck that is, but um, I'm going to write a better one on Letterboxd one of these days. Just you wait, Sean. Um, guys, say something. I don't want to be my I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, I thought... So, I watched the movie 13. I've watched it so many times. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. I think... I love the use of colour in the film. Oh, right. The blue. The, co- the blues, the, the oranges, the yellows. Blue, like, and her, the, her yeah. life was, like, very, like... And how it gets Orange more blue and, towards... Mm. That, and also I noticed that when she's coming down from a high, that it's more yellow. Yeah, it's... So it's fucked. very... They were very <laughs> smart with how they used, like, colour. Um... Yeah. They left a lot of like little like Easter eggs in the film, like like she cut up one of her brother's shirts and like crossed out a bunch of letters on the shirt so it said like fuck me or something. <laughs> um so it's just there's so many like little things in it that every time you watch it you just pick up on more and more. Mm-hmm. Um so that was something I really enjoyed Sorry, about guys. the movie. I think that it's so this was this like film was loosely based on what's her name? Nikki Reed. Nikki Reed. Um, I think her like making this film at such a young age. I think she was like fifteen when it came out. Yeah. That's impressive because it and can resonate it with a lot of Gen Z. Um, and I know that when I was in year eight, I was getting up to some mischief, and 
you know what? It's, like, good to see that sort of representation in the film. Exactly. And especially since it was, like, the generation previous to us. Mm-hmm. And to see that... I mean, I saw it at a really young age, and it probably, like, kind of fueled me in negative ways. But in retrospect, I can see it as, you know, a piece of work that's pretty beneficial at... It, it does its job at portraying what it wants to portray, you know? Um, I found that because um, it is so relatable and it's also it's written by women it's based around teenage girls and a lot of the time in the media it's not as accurately portrayed like this, this was one of the most accurate portrayals of just being a teenage girl that's mentally ill and you know it's not. That, like, it's not but, exactly yeah. like comforting though to have the thing is, like the that thing representation. Is, but at the same time, it is because it's like okay, well, every like this is a common enough experience for there to be a movie about yeah. it. But like, so it, I feel yeah. less alone. But it's also on like, wow, though, I look like that. On yeah, that note, so, though, there is so many call. people on social media who romanticize the film, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. which and is what it didn't want to do. The, they didn't want to make it. I think the it's reason it was so like it's pretty. Like they all they're all dressed up, and it's like wow drugs and like yeah it's like tiktok culture of people commenting like me on like the most like fucked up characters and that's the thing everything is everything is romanticized we can't blame them for that (laughs) yeah um it's part of the human people who want to be like that though like after especially when they're really young and naive and on the internet oh we're we're gonna get into that soon but yeah like it's also just interesting because the the portrayal of teenage girls in movies a lot of the time and like cinema they're very mostly like incorrect a lot of the time or just kind of just such a wild it it just doesn't make sense or it's it's because it's so seen through like the male lens you know um or through the hollywood lens of just stereotypical high school shit and it only recently has it evolved into just being more real and the, raw, you know? like the male versus like female perspective of a mean girl you can oh, see that in man. films like yes. in like a, a movie that is directed by a man like the the mean girl will be like openly like bitchy and snarky and then in a movie like always 13, overly sexual like, as well always sexual yeah always and in this the one the, the the mean behavior is more sneaky which is definitely how it is most of the time it's, it's more so like manipulative roping, like, yeah w- like roping you into like yeah so like shit. slowly as well yeah like. like a slow burn and i've seen that kind of relationship so frequently throughout my teenage years whether it be with myself or just people who i s- surrounded myself with it's just so unfortunate and I don't know, it's just so unfortunate and so common. And it's especially prevalent, especially in the film, um, how, like, class and poverty has a big part of this. Mm -hmm. Because let's just talk about the film some more and, like, just the plot, you know? Because, so, yeah, Tracy is, she's pretty tame. She's, like, cute little innocent girl. And then she's, like... Good at school. Yeah. And she has, like, what, few little close friends? Or was she... She had like a like a little group of like yeah, nerdy. Like, yeah, friends. exactly. Like you see this shit in like freaks and geeks, you see it in yeah. Ladybird and stuff. Like it's a, it's been talked about in previous pieces of cinema, but this one is just such a classic in the last twenty years, you know? Um oh wow, exactly twenty years this year. Really? Yeah, shit. Wow. Okay. Um What were they talking about? Um yeah, so she's just like this cutesy little girl. Even in Mean Girls, like, like it's been talked about so often, but this movie just yeah. talked about it in a different, in a more different light. There's yeah. always an underdog. The, yeah, exactly. Like, the thing is, though, Tracy was traumatized before she even met Evie. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and Evie just fueled it and like she made, fueled it and fed, so on much her, fed on her trauma and just like wanted like, her she, life so badly yeah. without like. And she like else. kind of forced herself into that that support of just like that little tiny bit of like stability that tracy had evie just took that away from her Mm. um so pretty much yeah tracy's this little like good she was pretty good you know like for a 13 year old like pretty average about what you expect and then she sees evie and she's all like she's like an early bloomer and she's got her like 
what are they called? The like whale tail thong. Yeah. And the like, she's just so like grown up. She's like a woman. Like boys were all over her, and that is such a fucking common feeling for young teenage yeah. girls. Especially, like it's a positive thing like, to have a lot of sex yeah, at a young age. I think age. I think we were all late bloomers. Oh, yeah, I was. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Right. I and was like, definitely a late bloomer. Like the feeling. I heard Emma Chamberlain talk about this last night in, in the Call Her Daddy podcast. <laughs> but like, she grew up like the like. Oh, you you're like a door. You're like a cereal box. Like yeah. The whole like oh your boobs blah blah blah. Like you're so flat. It's like, I'm all eleven. Like exactly. And we're being compared to these like supermodels and Instagram baddies but we're literally like 11 but because this generation is so we just consume so much media and opinions and like attractive people and vacations like we're not meant to be seeing that many things but these like younger boys and like other younger girls are consuming this and everyone's just putting all these young teenage girls down and yeah so they're pretty sorry I'm just rambling fuck but Mm. like Tracy was feeling that and she was like oh Evie like I want to be I want to be her essentially and then yeah the movie kind of the movie kind of cleverly portrayed you want what you can't have Mm. Evie had the Evie had the the male attention and the you know the she was an early bloomer popular popular girl fun life and Tracy had the Tracy had the stability of like a mother who who loved her and just like yeah Protected Evie her. wanted her like home and her family and you it's know like a parasite she didn't almost. have that yet yeah, it it is yeah it's very parasite. a lot of the relationships like that I've always found to be oh really, my god my like, fucking dog wants to leave and I literally am I can't move do you want me to open the door yeah could you because I can't I don't want to like knock the mic oh. um oh my god this dog is going mad um but yeah <laughs> it's just and yeah so Evie ends up like roping Tracy into doing a whole bunch of crime with her and not even just not even crime that has to be crazy and like intense just like shoplifting doing drugs that's still that's still quite a lot for like a 13 year old you know yeah and like oh the yeah and like the fucking harming of oneself and others mm-hmm. um <laughs> It's just fucked. And, yeah, no, it's just really sad, especially the relationship between her mum and, like, how that spirals out of control and seeing her, like, scream at her mum. Like, I felt that. Yeah. Yeah, last time I watched 13, I I started crying because I was like, fuck, bro, like... I haven't even uh, dared to watch it recently. It's been about, like, two years, I think. There's just no way that I can get through it. I might rewatch it, to be honest. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll rewatch it then. (laughs) Yeah, I think... It's you can also just like throughout the movie like like little mannerisms about her change like even the way she just like speaks and moves and oh yeah it's all manipulation and I feel that so Tracy Tracy, Mm -hmm. I feel that so deeply because I just wanted like validation at that age and I would do whatever to get it and Tracy thought that's I'm finally getting everything I ever wanted but she's really just spiraling. And I'm like, wow, same girl. And like at that <laughs> age, like 12 to 15, th- those were the years that I learned how to mirror my peers the best. Yeah, like, I too. always mirrored my whole life, but that's when I learned how to do it for like the sake of my own comfort. And yeah. Everything yeah. I ever did was always under somebody else's influence. Oh, like yeah, it yeah, was definitely. always like a friend, like even when mm. I was younger, like my closest friend would oh. always just like, yeah. Drink. And we were, what, 14, 15? Like, it's just. Her. Yeah. Are we like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure. But yeah, no, she just doesn't. Like, it's always someone else's influence. It's never always you. It never starts with, like, one day you wake up and you're like, I want to do drugs. It's always that's your the, surroundings. It's always who's I in your feel, life. I feel like both Tracy and Evie at times because, bruh. Like, I gotta expose myself, but I feel so much guilt because I was that person that influenced a lot of people. But that also just means you were hurting too. Like, oh, it's yeah, just no, like, I it's was just fucking... Because, like, like, even Evie's got, like, a shit life. Like, obviously, mm. like, she's not happy, but it's just tearing yeah. other people down. But, like, that's all she knew how to do because, like, her whole... She didn't have a family, really, so, like, can't really... 
it's yeah. like you can't blame her, but you also hate her, and it's just like the most conflicting. Exactly. It's the most conflicting characters. It's just so it's like such a good movie. No, it's, it's so complex, complex because you wanna you want to hate Evie, but then you are literally reminded she is thirteen years old with a broken home, like her mental state is just like decaying, and you're like. She is exactly. terrible, but I feel for her yeah, so it's just much. Because all of us at one point have been We've, Tracy. Well, I feel like, like a lot of everyone, people can. I feel like a lot of people can relate to both characters in a sense. Yeah, because yeah, we know what it's like to be manipulated into it, but then we also know what it feels like to, to involve everyone else in it. Because it's exactly. like your whole life it consumes you. Once you change your whole personality, it's not yeah. gonna. Your whole mm-hmm. life's gonna change too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, it, the movie also can help you just kind of step back and realize okay she is just a kid she's making mistakes she's learning things we'll give her a bit of a break because a lot of the time women are so they're under such a heart there's so much pressure to act in like a good way a good manner be a good girl you know so a lot of the time women are still being blamed for the shit they were doing as a young teenager yeah. or like you know even as a teenager you can never like, that shit no one will ever me. forget it no one there's, will ever fi- let there's you always it. one person that comes back and has something to say and i'm like dude i was 14 years old exactly yeah. i'm not the same person i was back then and it de- of course it depends on the severity of the incident but most of the time it's like i don't know of course it's like a, again a dialectical thing and it's you've got to take account of both sides whether they be opposing so yes you can you can definitely like be traumatized because someone bullied you in high school Mm. but you can also look at it like shit they were a kid too and we were all just fucked I don't know. It's all about perspective again. Two sides to every story, and it's just like everything. The lesson we've learned today already. Yes, we have been learning a lot of lessons this week. It's been a messy (laughs) week for the girls' group chat, but also something very, very thrilling. Um, So interesting. Someone at my house. Who knows, man? Um, bleep this out because I'm about to scream at my brother. Okay, Maria's going to. No, shut the fuck up! We're filming. Cool. Anyways, um, (laughs) so yeah. And now let's like talk a little bit about the other topic. Well, uh, let's let's tie it in with thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So the the point of like feeling like you're not having any direction in life. Okay, I have a lot to say on this. Oh yeah, me man! Too. Especially as a teenager and like with the youth because they're so impressionable, and especially in today's age where you are again like you're given so there's so much stimuli coming in about what you should be doing that a lot of the time you just get burnt out thinking about it and you don't end up doing anything because you're already living it through someone else's life you're already yeah like you've already experienced that dopamine by watching it you don't actually go out and do it and then at the end and then look six hours have gone by it's the end of the day it's the same old shit tomorrow you go through and you do your shitty little things with your superficial friend group and you're not really like learning that much about yourself or others because you're just so consumed with this media that you're taking in but it's also hard because you're you're like a victim of it also as much as you're the perpetrator because you've been put in the system so it's just fucking complex and now you take over um well i was gonna mention the Oh, fuck, now I've lost it. I don't remember now. Emily, you got anything to say? Oh my god, what even is the topic? I, like, lost... Just, like, like <laughs> what No, I literally saying? forgot what I wanted to say, and I'm so mad. How the youth of today have, like, a lack of purpose. Or, like, a majority. Oh, yeah. Oh, Living um, vicariously through everybody else oh, but yourself. I, I exactly. know what I was going to say. I feel like as a teenager, you live for the little, like, dopamine hits. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like... When you start to experience, like, parties, drinking, getting high for the first time, like, sneaking off to, like, see a boy. Boy. Yeah. You know, those things, you get addicted to it. And then so when you start to, like, when... Because I'm experiencing this right now. When you're starting to, like, actually get your shit together, you're like, fuck, why does this not feel as good? Yeah. And then you're stuck in the... You're stuck in a crisis because you're like, I need to be mature and get my shit done, but I miss being reckless and I miss being out until three in the morning and I miss, you know, causing drama and all the little dopamine dopamine hits that was so bad for me. But, and it's like really bad because you have to like teach yourself pretty much all over again how to like 
be like a productive human being and because we kind of um oh, fucking forgot what i was gonna say um bruh well even for like the like bpd girls like we all know what it feels like to just like fucking have no purpose and then one day you just want to get your shit together i'll be calm yeah because they're just the people around you it's the people around you it's the things you see and the things yeah. you hear you just so it ruins you it can ruin you so mm-hmm. quick and like this generation has been because like i feel like what you just said maria a lot of older generations could kind of give a rebuttal against that and be like We've all felt like that. That's just, like, what happens when you're this age. But I just feel like as people, like, as Gen Z, it has definitely affected us in a way that has is so much more... It's just so different to what we've ever seen before in the past. Just because, yeah, like, everything everyone's just said before, it's... Like, even the dopamine hits from seeing people who aren't good for you, though. Yeah. Because yeah. you get the thrill of just, you get like, knowing what you're doing toxicity. is wrong, but you're mm-hmm. like, this yeah. is so... Like, it's it keeps you on your toes, and, like, you just never, like, can fucking catch like, up. Like, you never have, like, a boring moment when you're out doing something you're not supposed to. Yeah, but eventually to. it just but breaks I'm in a I'm in a point in my life where I kind of have to get my shit done during the day and, like, do my assignments, go to work, study, you know, do the podcast, like, all this shit. And it's like, I'm doing it, but I don't feel great about it because it's not the, the like the reward of it isn't as good as like fucking like going out till four in the morning. Like it's so hard to like discipline yourself. And yes, older people will be like everyone goes through this, but this is something that Gen Z feels so strongly because social media, yeah. the environment we grew up in, the like glamorization of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Also, like our when we were like young, young, like on youtube constantly we didn't have the role models of previous generations like all oh, these top like re- top politicians and like yeah. actresses and doctors it's just like haha like hot woman like or, or like sh- or shit like or like i'm a prankster like i'm a yeah. i'm a serial prankster yeah like little prank video like oh like epic fails you know we didn't have shit to like it was just i don't know it's like this generation is just such a it's just yeah for Gen Z finding purpose though like we don't we put it in other people and you tend to put all your purpose like like you don't have any within yourself you're just finding new things like anything on social media you like invest yourself into (coughs) or like people who aren't necessarily good for you like they become like the only thing you're truly like living for and then you know worst case scenario obviously always ends up bad because if you're not prioritizing yourself, you're not gonna do well. Yeah. And then just fucks you up, and you have to like rebuild all the pieces. But there's not really like any building blocks for our generation to stand on anymore. I feel like our our like peers currently are. I feel like a lot of people are having like a crisis right now of like, <laughs> where the fuck is my life going? Um, that's valid. Okay, I don't know where True, my we are fresh life out of high is school. going. Yeah. We are fresh out of high school. I think it's kind of sad. I feel like our generation has like lost it's like spark for life i feel like we've all gotten so used to the little like like the toxicity i think it's because we grew up too fucking fast it's because we grew up too fast and we were in the wrong environment covid we got bored and the decisions you start making when you're getting bored is probably the worst one and the thing is i feel like our generation is so just like can't find like a joy in like the simple things. The simple things in life because we didn't, we weren't used to that growing up and it doesn't feel natural. Because there was so much chaos and just yeah. sh- bad news constantly being fed to you. And yeah, no, definitely we fucking grew up too fast. So we just so understimulated with things that are normal. We feel like there needs to be more, but we also don't have the energy to find that more because we're just so drained and there's no, we feel like there's no purpose, so we don't see the things that are actually necessary and important. We only see the shit that, you know, like, will pull us down or whatever. And we fucking... I also want to talk about just... Just our generation... It's just so fucked. Just the concept of the sexualization of ourselves at such a young age. We are the first generation to, like, have to worry about getting middle school nudes leaked or like someone someone i was wearing a message i was wearing like 
extreme push-up bras at the age of 12. Me too. Like, I'm like, like girl, pushing my tits out. I used to never photo. understand why, like, because oh, we're all 11. Yeah. Like 11 years old. That was nearly seven years ago for me and mm. longer for It's like crazy you guys. to think like, back to how I was at that point because no I thought I was so grown. I know. And exactly. I just, like, can't believe that I was ever insecure about how I looked, but I was 11 years old. I was, That's I was, crazy to me. I was, yeah, I was 11 years old getting body shamed by people at our school. Who were also 11 box, years old. Being body shamed by girls, especially. Just, like, it was so toxic because it's, like, we are literally children who are developing into our adult bodies if like I, at the start of it and we're insecure about how do our hips look how does my skin look today is my hair washed am i shaved what the fuck everyone okay the and beauty hookup culture too God. beauty standards are so fucked and it genuinely has fucked with my head so much i would like i there would like, just days i wouldn't let people see me because i felt like i didn't look good yeah. Which is so fucking sad because I was like a little kid. Oh my god. If I say a name, will it get Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we all know me. Yes. So she body shamed me. She was probably the worst for me in general. Oh my god. We were very, very close and she she fucking just was a piece of shit. Like, there's no way yeah. to, like, yeah, deny she that was. she was... A, there's no way that you can say she was a good person. She was so no. obsessed with, look how skinny I look, look how, like, good my face looks. She would just, like, can I, like constantly can send I, me like, body checking. Can I, like, tell you, like, can I tell you of, like, my experience with her? Please do. So, me and her got close in year 11. And she... Okay, firstly... I dyed my hair blonde and then she dyed her hair blonde the next week and then I dyed my hair black and her hair was black the next day but besides the point but anyways um she would constantly put me down she'd be like I would like come to school like I came to school like really like tired one day like no makeup like hair a mess just not having it and she's like you look like shit. What happened to you? She used to say that to me all the time. And I literally told her this was around the time that I was like struggling with like my father and like risking getting kicked out and like he was all this and she and I told her this and she would laugh and be like haha daddy issues and she would comment on she would comment on like how my she would comment on how my body looks like if I would wear something she'd be like I think it would look better on me what she has said that to me as well also but bleep this again also be really bad for that like there was a boy's girl so a boy's girl exactly constantly obsessed with being skinny yeah and it just destroyed but me just, like, she was so sm- like oh, very make sure to bleep all this <laughs> would like very slowly like pick apart my insecurities she if i like wore something i was feeling confident in or like when i dyed my hair blonde and felt good about it or just like little changes she would be like she would just like make me feel like crap for it she'd be like why did you do that that looks like shit yeah, yeah, no, she just disappeared. And I'm like, she I'm like, oh, you can be honest, but you don't have to be that on. Like, that's like just mean at this point. And she's like, no, I'm just telling you because I'm your best friend, and you should know when you look like shit. What the oh, fuck? Th- yeah, because she used to say a lot that she had no filter. Also, bleep this name as well. Mm-hmm. Had the same problem with her, which is why he ended up. Mm-hmm. Bleep all of that, by the way. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound cocky. But no, it's fine. Anyway, I'm gonna bleep the names out. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, he used to complain that he, she would always put him down too. And I was like, well, that sounds really fucking similar because she's been doing that to me for years. And she would always talk shit. And she would, she's one of those people that would be like, if you're in a room with a whole bunch of guys, she will put you down. Oh, so that's she happened looks to, that's she happened that to, to me. That happened so to me. That so many times. That happened to me at the start of this year. That's why we're not friends anymore. She humiliated me in front of a group of boys, multiple and then no and then when I stuck up for myself she turned the whole thing on me and then basically left me for a bunch of guys that she met like a few weeks prior I just don't like the girls that give off the vibe that they'd like leave you at a park drunk alone because they want to go for like a tinder hookup literally because I just can't the thing is like I value my time and my relationships with women so much because I feel safe and when I don't feel that safety I don't really respect you as a woman. I'm sorry, but yeah. like when you... If I'm not comfortable enough to like 
even just like, if not if i'm not comfortable you, enough like, to like literally like show you my entire vagina like it's not exactly <laughs> i'll only trust people who i can like trust to see like, you know how many times i've like asked michelle it. hypothetically if she would like with us can you just bleep that whole thing out no it's, it's so fine. humiliating <laughs> no it's fine because I'm i remember so i remember that's the thing i love about with women we can just be so like open and so Freedom comfortable like in our like n- in our like femininity around each other and we, we women just love to double check with each other or like get the other opinion you know what's like thing. a really small like, thing like i've showed people really wholesome. Wholesome. What? when you when you're like on your period i was just, just ask your about to say <laughs> this when you walk in front you go can you look yeah and every that's time that's such like a small little wholesome thing like always oh, give even if i fuck like, i love like women the rule. Love it's women. like always give someone like a pad or a tampon even if yeah. you fucking hate them yeah because you you never I don't know care. when that will be you i don't care how much karma. i don't care how much i hate someone for what they've done to me if you are unsafe with a man i'm taking you home like i don't care what sort of yeah. beef we've had in the past like it's just like we have to like support each other because it's hard so and no one else still is going range, to but like if someone like who i didn't like asked me for a tampon i would throw it at them but i'd mm-hmm. still give it to them like mm-hmm. that's just because i'm salty all the time no it's valid <laughs> it's fine. but like yeah no i feel like before i am before i'm an ex before i'm a jealous bitch i am a woman and uh-huh. underneath all that i know the feeling of fear i know the feeling of being feeling so small in a big world of like angry men constantly just fucking making your fight or flight just go sicko mode you know oh, i can't believe i fucking said that <laughs> just like you know you know like i i understand women and they're or just you know like female adjacent the female experience is something that i although it like was so difficult is something that I value so much exactly. because I've learned so much. Because it teaches you so much. And that's the thing I love about women was so just emotionally intelligent most of the, a lot of the time. I feel like, I know, I know okay, I want to, I just want to say Boy, as well, I'm going like, to lose my train of thought. Oh, fuck, I've lost it. Go. Continue. Oh, no, keep going. No, I've lost my train of thought. Oh. Well, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, fuck. Um, let me try to remember. The thing I love about women is they just... I don't remember, but the point is, I love, I love us. Same. Um, Some of us. Yeah, exactly. There are I a few that, exceptions. I think that um, on the topic of sorry, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Bless Thank you. you. Um, on the topic of men being, it, like very emotionally intelligent, I think men that also men just comes women. from. Oh, women. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, no. I I think we all like kind of like grew up being able to exp- like express emotions more than men yeah and i've been yeah. around so many men recently, recently who, have been like, who are very emotionally intelligent and have yeah, so no. much to say but they just didn't grow up in the right environment and they don't know how to say express it. it yeah and that's again like something's all oh, that's been observed with men just throughout the entirety of everything um and it is sad and i always do wish that men could just openly like cry to me and just you know process their emotions better but but they were just brought up in a world where it's just not the norm and i hope it is the norm one day i found every time i've ever had a guy like cry around me it's because they've been so like angry that they cry i've never had someone just cry because like they just like a little cry you know you know what like i don't know where the fuck i would be if i didn't cry into my pillow like at least once a week like it's just it's relieving like the fact that like it was a common thing for guys like keep track of like how long it's been since they've cried yes that's it's true. like do you not feel like bottled up like clearly they do because yes. we have quite a few examples who still have not recovered but yeah like but how yeah do you, how do you not feel like it's just like constant pent-up like can i, I just cry can, I just, what? can can you bleep this name out yeah. in the future <laughs> told me last night that he has so many moments where he just wants to cry but he just feels so stupid for it and i'm like i cry at like at least once a day. I know yeah. exactly. Even if it's like, just like out of joy, days, like I, so. I cry, I like know. I cry, like with every emotion that I feel. Exactly. I was just gonna say that every emotion that I feel, which I always feel too much, when it gets to more than too much, it just turns into tears. Whether it be too much happiness, too much, too much fucking anger, too much 
sadness anything it just comes out in tears i'm shocked when i go one whole day without crying once i do you know how fucking baffled i am that i haven't cried in like a day and a half i just Good haven't you, i just i haven't have cried yet today i think i've i've been very wait till like, i get home wait nervous. till i get home and i freak the fuck out again yeah. but like like this this whole day i've just been very like robot yeah robot. it has been i have been off today today is just an off day yeah. Look, like there's been some stuff we've all been through yep. it this week this lot. is probably the most sane i've felt today yeah yeah I, I just want to say, side note, I'm so happy me and Emily became friends. I know. Because it's f- so we, unexpected. We used to be really good friends we, in, in our saved chat. I have, like, I have like saved, like, like one year ago today memories of, like, us in, like, class. It must have like, been in Hass. It we, was in Hass. We, and I just moved. Like, it was because I just didn't make yeah. any contact with people after yeah. I moved. I tried... But it's like, like you know, it's mm, so weird fresh. how things just happen after high school. Like, I did not expect this, but no, I know. Well, I'm so like, appreciative of it. I know. Aww. The one thing that I like took oh, no, out of the past emotional. few months. Oh, don't cry, please. Oh, don't no! make me cry. But the one good thing I took out of the past like six months of my life has been that I've like reconnected with like yeah. a good group of girlfriends that I've been really craving. Like, I always have like one really good girlfriend. Mm. But, I've never had like a group. But I've never had a group, and it's so nice it's to so just like nice. go on Snapchat and just have like. Everyone just freaking the fuck the out. The like, group chat is someone, so out of pocket. Someone snapping with another guy, and then, like, there's another reply with another crying. guy. Like, there's always, like, men snapping in the group chat. It's just like, like last <laughs> night. There is. <laughs> like, what were the fucking chances? And uh, someone's crying. Someone's freaking out about there's a medical never a issue. Dumb like, there's always, the, there's always something wrong. Oh yeah, but honestly, the girlies group chat is so, it's so out of pocket, but I love it. Has it has been thriving it's so, recently. It's like, I could just be like having like the most like midday ever, but as soon as I open that group chat, I'm like, some shit is going down. And I'm so, it Speaking just makes of, me feel like. you should alive. definitely open a Nika's snap. Oh, ooh, I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're going to take a little intermission, guys. Um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. All right, guys, we're back, and um, it went crazy for like a few seconds, but you know it's fine. Um, we're gonna talk about hookup culture because it is just such a weird thing that I've talked about to so many of my peers recently. But we were all fucking victims of it in high school, and not me. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to say I I've was. Never you were a bit. You were in year twelve was probably my peak. You, mm. yeah, late you. No, yes, it it was like. But it doesn't even March have, year twelve. But the onwards. thing is, I'm I'm not just talking about like actually going and hooking up with someone. I'm also talking about like the texting on Snapchat, the like oh, one, yeah. the like oh like like putting up the weird putting up the idea and the weird like yeah exactly Don't like the situation situationships please in high school and just like even the talking talking to other boys from boys from like other schools. other schools and talking like if you even just like have met a girl once and you start talking to their ex oh man yeah like, and even, even if you don't even know them they will hate you for life exactly. me being in a talking stage right now knowing that it's pissing off at least two people well stop pissing me off um <laughs> so that's no fine. it's it's <laughs> I, I know okay bleep these names out it's pissing off and yeah but who cares about and Okay, you have to you have to bleep all these names out. I've got so much to bleep out. I know. He was saying last night after he literally like after he literally like had a. It's like this is gonna piss off a lot of people. Bleep that whole part out. Always say that this is gonna piss people off. Yeah, it will. So like yeah, but like that's what they want. Yeah, they want. Let me know why that's hot though. It's hot. I was screaming. I was like yes. I was like. I'm like, yes, like, <laughs> tell me that it's going to p- piss people off, but you don't care. No, oh my god, I can't believe I just exposed myself. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's real, though. Fuck. Fuck! Oh, no, no! <laughs> we, actually so have, we actually have to stop screaming. Okay, no, hookup culture. Even, even, the, even, like, the culture as younger teenagers of, like, every time there's, like, a big-ish party, all the girls are like, all right, I'm going to go to your house, I'm going to get ready there. Um, I'm I'm shaved. It's I shaved the night before. I even the like fucking like dieting, not even dieting, just like the, not eating, the not gu- eating the like, day y- off. Yeah, like the young these young girls just like egging each other on, like oh yeah, like I haven't eaten, blah blah blah. blah. And when you like and the other going ones like the oh beach, yeah, and everyone's like I'm not gonna eat today. And yeah, then, and like laying on the floor. I don't know if this is like a common experience for anybody else, but laying on the floor with your legs up because it's like stops you from bloating. Apparently, I don't know if that's common oh. knowledge. That might just be me. But <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> but like it's that's what people do that's yeah. i've heard a few people tell me that i remember because i found out about it from a girl at mountain lolly but it's just so sad it especially for the young girls because like the men the young boys they don't realize all this fucking effort and energy and the pain that these girls are putting themselves through just for one night of like a maybe i get a kiss it's so maybe sad. i get 30 seconds of attention exactly it's so sad and then everyone's just pressured to do this because that's what all their friends are doing and then do you feel like there's something wrong with you if you aren't and then and then everyone goes back to school the next day and then there's so much weird tension it's just such a weird thing to observe but like it's just so sad because again like we've spoken to a few guys recently and they don't (laughs) they don't understand the like they're like because just they weren't aware of it the everything shower oh yeah we were talking about we were talking about the everything shower and like the guy we were talking to about this he was like what's the point of that and Literally, it's because I can't go to a party and feel like I'm not looking perfect and feeling perfect. I know. I have to have, like, the prep. Like, I have, like, like a self-care. full, like, prep. Yeah, day, like, shave, like, exfoliate, moisturize. You've got to be fucking ready for that yeah. night. Like, I don't know. But then I'd, like, leave at 9 o'clock anyway because I just and have a horrible habit they, of, like, they, leaving they parties They take a shower, early. get dressed, maybe spray some cologne. And exactly. I'm like, all they do is just like change their shorts. Literally. Do you know how fucking exhausting it, takes me it like was three going hours to parties to like prepare? Bleep it. Whenever, whenever I would go to parties with, <laughs> I would be getting ready from the like morning, like the moment I woke up, like shower, like dry my hair because like I can't use a blow dryer otherwise it will fucking explode. So I just have to just like wait hours and then get dressed. And this cunt on his actual birthday just puts on jorts and a shirt and it's fine and like just no prep nothing I and i had just that. been like straightening and like bra- like i fucking i fucking wish i could have a life like that but it's not no that simple. no because then i wouldn't be a woman you know yeah that yeah. preparing for like a party or like even like to and see look, a guy it's like three hours preparation yeah. minimum and like yeah. look i do love the little parts of it like getting ready with your friends like putting on the music to get ready and like going out afterwards and like taking photos when everyone's like looking really good it's it's fun at times but like it's also so fucking draining especially yeah. when you're a young girl um and yeah like i remember the first time um no that's not important um <laughs> but like even the even like these days like you, i'd still have the everything showers for like i don't know like a sneaky link or something uh, <laughs> but city girls <laughs> but it's just and then what they cancel on you and then you're just like fuck this shit i'm literally gonna be stubbly and itchy and in pain for like at least oh, four to five nobody business talks days. about that. No. The, oh my god. The ingrowns, the strawberry, strawberry bumps, dots, whatever the fuck. Um, it's just like, bro. I know. Like it's so I'm, much effort for like, one. Like I know, I know you won't ever understand it, but it's just like shit. Try and like play it my way, cause, and you can't be like, oh, like you don't even have to worry about that shit, because how many times have, at least every, woman I know in Perth, um that they've been like insulted or put down because they didn't smell good enough they weren't baby shaved they weren't yeah wearing the they weren't weren't wearing they were wearing their period undies and they weren't wearing like for me whenever i would have to do like you know the like hookup prep in Mm -hmm. quotes it's just i would never do it because like it would make me feel good i would just be scared of like them someone finding out like like finding a problem in like yeah, the way definitely. i looked or like exactly. what i was doing and then pointing it out and then i'll never forget it because i just like it's just like that's literally location. the whole point if but I'm that's like, the only reason it's not because i feel better afterwards like no yeah. it depends on the day but like, like, if i'm going not... to a party it's because i'm yeah stressed out and i don't want anyone to make fun of me even yeah. though like no one would but it's but just you, like the yeah. subconscious yeah. but even like going to like a guy house for the first time or like seeing like when you start dating a guy and it's Me. just like you Sorry. just feel so you feel so much of course it's gotten better as i've gotten older and i'm just kind of like fuck it they get what they get like i've had a long day at work like just let me be but like i remember when i was younger it was just like so much stress and like making sure i was like the perfect like mm-hmm. perfect exactly girl. what they wanted exactly exactly no shit just because i always like had the fear that they'd after after i'd leave they'd go on the boys group chat they'd say some shit i'd go to school mm-hmm. everyone would be hearing things 
like, oh, like, blah, blah, like, she missed a patch mm. of hair, or, like, oh, oh like, like, oh, like, you know, like, shit like that, like, even, like, things that they probably don't even notice, but in our brains, it's like, oh, my God, there's one ingrown, like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. I've got, like, one pimple on my back that I can't even is, fucking but, like, see. Unfortunately, this sounds so, like, outlandish. It sounds like something that we wouldn't have to be worrying about, but as someone who's, like, sat in a room with, like, guys, like, frequently that they just actually say that type of stuff that is actually the conversation they have and they have it in like they had it in front of me they Wait, were so just, they notice this stuff oh man they like if oh that like, makes they, me so anxious like, like men like like uh, some will just be like so like outrageously fat phobic and homophobic and they just like forget that you're there i know i'm like they forget that a girl is there and they will just say the most horrible shit and at the end they'll be like no offense or like, like not no you, or like not you though. Yeah, it's just like, like I hate gay people, but not you though. Like you're, you're a it's different like, kind of bisexual girl, like you yeah. know. Yeah, it's like thanks. That makes me feel so valid. Like, like, you're, <laughs> like you're different. Your hair's long. Like it just makes me feel like I'm just not gay enough. In like, I know. Just... And then it's just like shit, bro. Like it's none of your business. And it's yeah. like, oh god, that's just. It so just much. sounds like like everything like all of us being like, oh like you know like what if we missed this? What if we didn't get this right? Like it just sounds like it's we shouldn't like, actually have to be good? worrying it's about my it. Hair mm-hmm. And it just sounds like it's not actually something that we would worry about. Like who would think about that? It's but they do. You're, that's you're, the thing. They you're always not really. Do. I'm so they do like, actually notice the little things. They will always notice. They will find like if they immediately like they will like you, and as soon as they don't like you anymore or something will happen, they will remember everything that they recall like that they didn't like about you and just put it out into the world unfortunately the some oh, that people that's, that's some people not all but because yeah no i i do i know a few people that have been like that it's just unfortunate because a lot of the time being you know women or women adjacent whatever the fuck michelle we were literally talking about this last night or this morning actually what when i texted you oh i think you were i literally said Oh my god, that's so fucked. What? What? Okay, bleep this whole portion out because yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. people knowing about this, but I literally said... Like, yeah. Like, that's literally just, like, a little thing that happened this morning. Yeah, interesting. Wow, the audience won't ever know what Maria just said. <laughs> um, but, like, the thing is, unfortunately, as, like, women, we won't... A lot of the... In a lot of environments, we won't be taken seriously. And uh, with a lot of relationships, we won't be taken seriously. It doesn't have to be in the entire in the entirety of it, but even in just like little things, um, which sucks because I feel like I always try to take people seriously. I always even like, I just try at least like to try and take them seriously. But there's been so many times where I've been just belittled by, you know, men in authority or whatever, and just like my peers or men that I've like been obsessed over, and it's just. It's that validation that I'll never get, and it's sad, but it's fucking true, man. No. But I might just be cynical about this, but I don't it's know. just like also just talking to girls is so much easier. Like reconnecting with girls that like I would never have spoken to before. It's like so refreshing. It's so it fucking is. nice because I just hear these like horrible things about them, and then I have been so scared to like actually put myself first mm. and like take accountability and really like want to like strengthen my friendships with women but like when there's always a man in your life putting down the women around you oh god yeah it tends to be really fucking hard to find anything you like in yourself because everything Mm -hmm. he would dismiss about like other people you think about yourself yeah and it's it's just the influence like back to what we were saying before the influence of people that you're around all the time also something that i've realized um in like previous relationships of mine, I would only put down their friends when they initiated it, but they would put down my friends without anyone initiating mm-hmm. it. They'd just do it because they didn't like how they looked, essentially. Yeah, and just would bully the like, bully yeah. them for no reason, and just because they, they didn't like like they weren't attracted to them. So it's like exactly. so scary. It's like if like a man isn't attracted to me, is he just gonna like? bully me for the rest of my life like that's just such a weird like thought to have to have no shit and it's like oh it's just so sad because like i'd only ever be like oh like your friend's a cunt if they were telling me that their friend was a cunt but then they'd just be like oh like fuck that friend of yours like she's ugly and fat mm-hmm. you know? and they never ever listen to you when you actually have an issue with one of their friends no they but wouldn't they expect you to listen to they them they would let them they'd absolutely back the fuck out of the most despicable man we've been through things together that like you will never understand okay oh and he's God. a pedophile exactly like um, and he's 
tr- talking to me like I'm fucking nothing, you know? Like, I'm not People even... People are going to think I'm talking about the wrong relationship when I just said that, but it's fine. Who are you talking... Who, who do you think people will think it is? I don't know. I, like, I'm scared that people are going to think it's, um... You can put this in the podcast. Like, he would fucking be outraged if he knew I was on this podcast, so... Wow. Doesn't like me talking about anything, so... <laughs> That's okay. We can just... Sit still and look pretty like the women we are. I know. I'll sit there and wait for you to just, like, give me attention when you're ready. I'll just just wait for you. The feminine rage is about to unleash. Oh, I wish. It's so sad because, like, like, I think that so often. Just, like, oh, my God. Like, I'll just sit here and wait until you're ready to, like, come and, like, take, sweep me off my feet. Like, we'll go on a drive. Can I just, like, quickly say that I feel like women who genuinely get angry are 10 times scarier than men who get genuinely angry. Oh, yeah. Because when we, like, reach our, like, breaking point, it's all Also, I've also recently been more comfortable, like, being a loud girl because I've always been, like, the annoying person as a chick. I know you guys relate to this. Yeah, but, like, it's, just, it's just the ADHD being, teenage girl pipeline. Being, like, loud, like, always getting in trouble for talking too much. Like, everyone be like, oh, you're so annoying. You're, you're too much. But honestly, these days, I'm just a lot more comfortable with it. Because I'm like, dude, I'm fucking sorry that my brain is working at such a high fucking speed. And mm-hmm. everything is just flowing frequently. And I'm sorry, but fuck, man. We're all... I just... I don't know. I'm becoming more comfortable because I'm growing up, I guess. Yep. Which is... And I'm just surrounding thing. myself with people who aren't going to hate me for just God. being myself. Uh, so. Actual bare minimum. Yeah. I will say that we have to get to our song of the week. Maya, oh. what is your song of the week? Fuck, I don't want to go first. I'm picking. I don't know. I know. I'm picking two. That's so funny. All right. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm it's t- kind of the same as last week for me. I'm gonna go through my on like, repeat. <laughs> that's what I just did. <laughs> I oh, I'm just gonna do that. Line. Okay. Like, honestly, um, reflections by the neighborhood. I think that was mine last week. This is a guilty pleasure. But slut me out. Oh, I love that song. Um, also, I was... I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of, like... A lot of things. I don't even fucking know. Um, well, the new Boy Genius album drops. So, I've been freaking the fuck out of that. Ooh. But my, my... I can have two songs of the week. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to pick it from just, like... Cause two, the two newest releases mm-hmm. that I've been listening to. I think... Uh, Sorry Not Sorry by Tyler Creator from his new like fucking deluxe album that made me want to rip my eyes out in happiness and oh, wow. um, yeah Cool About It by Boy Genius I think okay those are my yeah. songs thank I think. you Emily also I, I, <laughs> I want to add Blue Monday by New Order because that song will always I be I love that song part of me. Oh. Um, okay so that is episode 13 and we hope you enjoyed or thank you Emily for being on thank this you, episode Emily, thank you for having me I'm a big fan <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, lads. Bye. It was a lads. No. <laughs> <laughs>